Hi, y'all. We're back. Courtney and Nicole again. Um, didn't see our last episode. That was part one. We just introduced uh, our group, Cookies and Conversation, and talked a little bit about scripts. And in this uh, part two of this uh, podcast, we are going to just give some tips on maybe adjusting scripts a little bit or um, creating some change or make things work better for you to decrease some of the stress that we might be experiencing. Uh, if we're still sheltering in place or our routine has changed and we don't know when things are gonna go quote back to normal, if there is a normal to go back to. Um, and we still have cookies. Uh, last episode, we introduced the High Road Craft ice cream. <laughs> um, they make cookies. Um, that episode. Definitely go check it out, but for the time being, um, this is actually a brownie stuffed cookie, um, and it's fabulous. Make sure you have some milk, water, whatever you want. Um, Nicole, I'm pretty sure that, you know, we were filming this around lunchtime, that I'm pretty sure this is my lunch um, for the day. And, <laughs> you know, a script that I always got was, you can't have dessert before lunch or before dinner, or you have to eat all of your dinner or clean your plate before you can have dessert. So as I'm sitting here eating a cookie for lunch, quite literally, I wonder what are your thoughts on that? <laughs> uh, I think that's a very common script that I hear in my office. I'm sure. I'm <laughs> being in the South. I don't know about other parts of the country, but I'm pretty sure in the South that's very common. <laughs> yes, absolutely. That I had to clean my plate as a kid in order for me to get dessert or there's rules around what times of the day I'm allowed to eat sweets, whether or not I'm allowed to eat them at all. And my response to that is you're an adult. <laughs> you have total autonomy over your food decision-making and your body. So you can eat cookies for lunch if you want to. Um, you know, part of becoming an intuitive eater is, you know, reading your body too. So it wouldn't be too uncommon, you know, if you decided to eat cookies for lunch that, you know, maybe you might have a little mid-afternoon afternoon crash and just that's okay um, to do that. But no, they're certainly not wrong. You can have sweets anytime that you desire to have them. Exactly. Uh, well, I am totally confident you <laughs> right now. Um, quite little in heaven, actually. Um, well, that's, that's good to know. Uh, I, I'm not surprised to hear that. A lot of other people probably have, you know, that script. Um, and yes, as adults, we are able to make our own decisions. Um, if, you know, a child happened to be watching this, uh, what would you say to them, Nicole, you know, cookies for lunch or sweets <laughs> as snacks during the day? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, not, not too different, really. Mm -hmm. um, is that, you know, we learn to be competent eaters. And the only way that we do that is by trying things out, experimenting and seeing how we feel. So I would invite a kid, yeah, if they wanted cookies for every meal, I mean, certainly <laughs> your mom or dad or parent or, you know, grandparent, um, you know, might say, hey, let's, let's try a little something else and you can have a cookie with your lunch. Right. And we don't want yeah. you having too much of a sugar high because, you know, yeah. dad or grandma or caregiver, whoever, they have to <laughs> the child, Nicole, not you. I'm just right. saying. <laughs> Some people might be going, Nicole, I don't like you very much right now. Yeah. Yeah. Have, like noodles of cookies for lunch and I have to, you know, be at home with them during coronavirus. That's <laughs> yeah, right. I do like, and I think that even for adults, it's, you know, you don't know something until you try it and you learn, do I like this? Do I not like it? Because you can always choose not to do it. Um, as well. And it might also be one of those things that if, you know, cookies aren't the forbidden item, then 
kids may not want them as much, like adults may not want it as much as well. Yes. If I know I can have easy access to it, it's right. not as exciting. Um, yes. Yeah. Oh my goodness. That is so true. Yeah. And, and it really is, is like the, the more cookies are around and the more comfortable you are, you know, eating them and knowing that you can have them when you want them, mm -hmm. then you get to make the choice about when you decide to eat them, how many, what's going to feel good to you. Exactly. Well, what's another tip that you have for us um, to maybe help adjust with the coronavirus? What's some stuff that's come up in, you know, your, your, maybe not your office, but your Zoom office that you have yeah. <laughs> right now um, or things that came up even prior to coronavirus and COVID? Well, I think one um, very unique issue that's come up is about sort of the, the food perfection and I need to eat healthy all the time. In the last video, we talked about a script involved with like orthorexia or that unhealthy obsession with clean eating. And um, individuals who m might be having some disordered eating patterns, a pandemic would be a very scary time. Right. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, the stock of food is different in every supermarket and um, shop or online. And, and perhaps some of those food items that you might normally eat may be out of stock or not available for a while. And so that can create a lot of anxiety if you have very tightly held, you know, rules about what you're supposed to eat and what you're not supposed to eat. So my first tip is to really just ex examine that mm -hmm. and to give yourself permission to nourish your body using what you have, yeah. um, getting creative with things that are in your pantry, yeah. Um, trying new things at the supermarket that maybe you wouldn't have always tried before. Mm -hmm. And um, just being open to finding a way to nourish yourself because that's really the most important is the consistent mm -hmm. nourishment. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, <clears throat> I love that you said, like, you know, try new things or try what's in your pantry. Mm -hmm. um, I've been getting prior to COVID. A subscription fruit and veggie box each week mm -hmm. um, and it was fabulous and my reason was I actually wanted to challenge myself before all this so I I, pre I prepared myself no I didn't have have any insight that we were going to be in like lockdown mode um, I just wanted to challenge myself to see like okay I want to try some new um, vegetables that I wouldn't typically buy so if it's sent yeah. to me I'm more likely to actually like google a recipe or text Nicole and be like, hey, Nicole, um, do you have a recipe for collard greens? Because even though I grew up in the South, I never learned how to make collard greens until now, but I make them fabulous now. Um, you know, so I love that you said that because it was actually really fun for me. It was, you know, even if I didn't like it, it was like, okay, well, we'll try not to get that. Or if I get something I don't like, I just give it to a neighbor or someone um, and I'm sharing the love. Um, but yeah, what, what you're saying, I think can apply to relationships is mm -hmm. it's really adjusting your expectations and maybe your standards of how we were doing things, um, because we have completely new routines. So, you know, our standards and expectations prior may not fit into our new routine and it's, uh, lo lowering that or changing it or seeing what works for now in the present moment, you know, and if that's 
I'm working from home and let's say the kids are also at home and my partner or spouse is at home, you know, how can we make this work that everyone can kind of get their quote, their jobs done and what are their jobs? Maybe their roles are a little bit different. Um, I have some friends that they became stay at home parents all of a sudden mm-hmm. um, they were parent and now teacher um, and, <laughs> you know, boo-boo um, addresser and, you know, nurse um, as, you know, as well, because, you know, their jobs, they weren't able to continue working. So now their new role is to um, be the primary caregiver during the day while another partner or spouse is, is working, um, you know, and figuring out how to, to make that work. And yeah, giving permission to try things and see if it works. And if it doesn't try something else as well. Oh, yes. And I think that's such a great point in, in relationships too. It's not just in in food, but, but it really is just having that permission that you don't have to be a perfect partner or parent all the time. You don't have to be a short order cook or a gourmet right. chef, <laughs> you know, but, but really is like just doing your best, whatever that is going to mean for you in that moment to take care of yourself and to take care of those that you care most about in your life and letting go of the rest of the expectations. Yeah. Um, to have to have perfectly balanced meals or get along perfectly with your, your partner. Right. Yeah. What about a uh, body image? I think we, we mentioned that in our last uh, episode and I can only imagine that, you know, coming up for a lot of people, you know, even on social media, I've seen a lot of posts of, um, body positive providers or practitioners, you know, really giving people permission to, um, gain a few pounds during coronavirus or COVID or sheltering in place um, and being, you know, um, compassionate to the self. So what are your thoughts on that? Oh, I couldn't agree more. I I think it's really important. One, we are in a global pandemic right now. Mm -hmm. And that in and of itself, along with all of, um, you know, the work that we're really all doing around, you know, racial injustice, there's a lot of stress right now. And it is very normal for us to experience changes in our body weight. I mean, that can happen on a daily basis as it is. I mean, 60% of any kind of shift in our body weight is going to be due to like our fluid status. So it has nothing to do really with what we're eating at all. Um, But just being open to the fact that, you know, there's hormonal changes. Um, We may be eating, um, feeling like we're driven to eat a little bit more because that is comforting and that is perfectly okay. We may have, um, you know, feelings about, you know, that we're really stressed and that turns off our appetite. Mm -hmm. So there could be a lot of, you know, variability there. And I mean, I think the most important point is that bodies change all the time. And um, just being open to the fact that there's nothing wrong with you or your body. If the number on a, you know, mm-hmm. piece of metal on the ground is, is different. It means and nothing if, about you. piece of metal calibrated correctly as well, yeah. it might be off. It might be lying to you. I'm just saying, not that I have anything against a piece of metal on the ground. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, just that it dictates a lot of, you know, people's self-worth and right. and how they just feel about themselves on a daily basis. So, you know, it's just sort of asking, like, how is the weighing myself serving me? How is the shaming myself if my body changes serving me during a global pandemic? 
Right. You know, a tip that I have for people, especially if you're in a relationship, and even if you're not, you can do this with yourself, is find, instead of focusing on your body or your partner's body or anyone's body, um, you know, focus on something fun. You know, being with a person, doing a different activity. Um, maybe if you're in a relationship and you're with your partner or able to be with your partner or live mm-hmm. with your partner, um, find a new hobby together or cook something together, like go into the pantry and the fridge and be like, what do we have? And let's create our own recipe. That could be fun. Or even just doing some activity together, you know, going on a walk a couple of times a day, if you want, maybe take some, make sure you're hydrated. If um, <laughs> watching this in July, cause it's a little hot out there right now. Um, you know, so, you know, focus on being in the moment with a person or with yourself. Um, I actually got into water aerobics and water jogging. It's fabulous. It's like, I work out in the water. And I'm like, actually like with my heart rate going up, but I'm not sweating because I'm in the water. I mean, mm-hmm. something like that, that I just do by myself. And now I have like my pool friends, like asking me like, did you get your stuff in? And you know, so people will like get into things that you do. Um, and just, you know, going, you know what, I'm going to do this. And it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks, you know, mm-hmm. if they, if they want to ask you or, let them. So. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's such a great point. And, um, there's a dietitian um, out of North Carolina, Julie Duffy Dillon, and, and she calls our bodies, our earth suits. You know, it really is, you know, it is, yeah, that there's so much more to us than the size and shape of our body, um, the age of our body. So just to remember that, um, you know, we bring a lot of worth and value, uh, just in our mere presence and it's yeah. not contingent upon, you know, body fat percentages and mus- lean muscle mass or anything right. like that. <laughs> well, it also sounds like, and this is kind of going into tip three that we have, um, is boundaries, you know, is it's sort of setting a boundary with yourself, changing your script a little bit, but setting a boundary with yourself or maybe someone else. And a technique that I learned, uh, and that I actually give clients is just literally called the talking boundary. Um, and essentially it is stating, you know, how is it, what is situ- the situation and, you know, what you created in your head. So the thoughts that came, came to your mind, or maybe even image that came to your mind, um, and then how that made you feel. And so an example would just be when Nicole, you did a, what I thought of, you know, or what I saw in my head was B and that made me feel C. Um, so that's a, you know, that's a, a, a technique I give a lot of my clients. Uh, so that way the person can acknowledge what they're feeling or what they're experiencing to somebody else, typically, you know, a partner or a family member, um, maybe a friend. And also it's a good way to communicate to somebody, you know, essentially the impact that their behavior might have on somebody else. And it's not blaming anyone, putting one, anyone at fault. Uh, but it's also a way to communicate, try to work through some conflict, doing something different. And for the person using the talking boundary um, to look at, is this something that maybe I need to go and talk to my therapist or my dietitian or nutritionist or health coach about a little bit more? Because maybe it's really a lot about them that's coming up and not so much about the relationship with the other person uh, as well. Um, what are your thoughts on that, Nicole? Oh, yes, I agree. And I think talking boundaries are so, so important. Um, I was sharing with you off camera mm-hmm. earlier that um, I do hear a lot from my clients that 
they will have a like family member or spouse, or it, it could even be a friend um, who is sort of like health trolling them. I don't know if that's okay. a, uh, <laughs> you know, or, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, mm-hmm. I really think that you need to lose weight for your health. Oh, right. Yeah. 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 And so, you know, often, you know, that brings up a lot of feelings of shame for mm-hmm. my clients, um, anger, annoyance, kind of along that spectrum. Yeah. And I mean, what they hear is you don't, you know, like me the way that I am. You think mm-hmm. that I'm unhealthy, you, right. you know. You think I'm sick and I'm, yes. I can't take care of myself. Yeah. I can imagine so much coming up for somebody you know, and yeah, the talking boundary would be really great, you know, to say, you know, when, when you mention, uh, you know, I want you to lose weight for your health, what I create in my head or what I see in my mind is that you believe I'm sick and I can't take care of myself or I'm going to die like tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, yeah, that makes me feel shame. Uh, that makes me feel mm-hmm. disappointed in myself. So yeah, that would be a really great way to set that boundary and then go and talk about what came up for the person, you know, hearing that. Um, yeah. What, what tips do you have for if someone does try to set the boundary, but it seems like someone close to them, maybe it's a spouse or maybe just a family member that, you know, they have to have some contact with. Um, I mean, we can always choose not to have contact with people, uh, but for some people, you know, it may be, I, I need to have at least a little bit of contact, like a parent, mm-hmm. um, what would you say to clients where they're like, I'm trying this, Courtney and Nicole, I'm trying this boundary, but they're just not hearing me. It's not working. <clears throat> what do you say from the nutrition side? Well, you know, I say that, yeah, we need to, you know, be very clear about what that boundary is, you know, and that a lot of times the real work is not just in setting the boundary, it's really in reinforcing the boundary. Mm -hmm. And it may be saying, you know, last week we discussed how, you know, when you make comments about my weight, I feel ashamed. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, that has happened again. Mm -hmm. And this is what I need from you. Um, I would appreciate if you would not... Right. Make comments about my weight or my health status. I have it under control, and thank you. Yeah, I I have a doctor. I have a nutritionist. <sighs> I have somebody that helps me with that. Um, yeah. I had to do that with my mom. Hi, mom. Totally <laughs> right now. Um, you know, it's, no, it's funny. It's you know, it's it's not it's not bad. You know, but my mom, as most moms, um, likes to to rescue and make things better for me. And sometimes I just want someone to listen to me. I just want to vent. You know. Um, just get things out. And my mom would jump into, Oh, mommy mode. I have to make this better. And I'd have to tell my mom, mom, I just want to vent to you right now. I don't need you to jump into fixing mode. Just listen to me, just hear me. And I sometimes would have to remind her, you know, even in that conversation, the same conversation or a different one, mom, remember we're just venting right now. We don't need to fix. Um, you know, and she learned (laughs) and she learned eventually, Oh, I can just be there and hear and be an ear. Mm -hmm. I don't have to be a fixer. So it can really work, you know, as you said, reinforcing that boundary. Yeah, I think that's such a great point. Absolutely. And, and, you know, doing that in a kind way as well. I mean, you know, being firm yet, um, you know, kind as well. And, and, and hearing that they, there is some concern that's so great as a partner or a parent that you're concerned about me. I hear that. And this is what I need from you. Yeah. Well, Nicole, thank you so much for joining me and sharing 
the fabulous little cookie brownie babies with me. Um, did I tell you that they're creating a peanut butter brownie one? Did we have that conversation? Uh, I think we did, but I can't remember. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm waiting. Fabulous. I'm stalking their website. So like, <laughs> I'm like, can y'all just like send me a personal message when you like get this batch in so I can be like in the know and I'll, <laughs> and I'll go ahead and come and like pick up like 10 boxes of them. Um, <laughs> So thank you so much for, for having this conversation and sharing cookies. Um, I hope everyone out there watching can got some great tips. And again, if you're interested in joining our group, um, we typically do them in person, though right now with the current times, uh, we are offering them via Zoom um, and trying to make adjustments and changing our expectations <laughs> uh, using our own tips um, to still provide this great support um, and space to have cookies and conversation um, as well. But you can contact me at Courtney at Sex Therapist ATL if you want more information for anything uh, about this episode or the last one. And Nicole, where can they find you? Oh, the best way to find me is on Instagram. Uh, my handle is at Intuitive Eating Nurse. And thank you so much, Courtney, for sharing cookies with me and for your wonderful wisdom and just wonderful gentle spirit. Oh, well, thank you. And again, I, I, I could say the same about you. I think <laughs> we, we hit it off as <laughs> colleagues and friends. So, and we apparently have both have great taste in cookies. So we do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, bye, everyone. Bye. <laughs>